Welcome to season two of Mate You Okay. I know that it's been quite some time since we last spoke. Um, give a few, take a few, maybe like two or three months, but a lot has happened in that time. I went and visited some friends in Europe, which was an awesome experience. If anyone wants to go to Europe, highly recommend the Czech Republic. Highly recommend it. The best time you'll ever have and for Europe standards it's pretty cheap and also just checking out what um, Switzerland has to offer. Lots to see, lots to do. But then in the meantime of living your best life, I kind of injured myself to the capacity where I no longer have the capability to walk right now. So <laughs> I do not have the capacity. <laughs> Oh, and if you heard a strange voice over there, I'm going to introduce you to someone that's going to be with us on this journey. So she's going to be with us. Um, she is Miss Ferial. And Miss Ferial is a dancer. She's Miss Independent and she's going to be a clinical psychologist one day. So welcome and I hope you have a good time here with us, Ferial. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> it's an honor to be here today. Yeah. Can't wait to see what this journey uh, has for us. Um, yeah. So, Fidel, since you on your own journey, you're becoming a, a clinical psychologist. I know at the moment you're taking a different direction. Mm. But what for you was something that um, started igniting this passion inside of you? So when it comes to what like my goal of becoming a psychologist a clinical psychologist or like this change that happened well the the root of becoming a clinical psychologist what what sparked that for you well i think what sparked it mainly was the fact that you know like in primary school and high school you um you have like these activities or like this assessment where you're like oh i want to be this one day when i grow up and i feel like a lot of people said they want to be like OT and like because my first initial thing that I wanted to do was um, physiotherapy but then everybody's also doing physiotherapy and I was just like okay I don't actually want to do that anymore and then somehow I just got into the thing of just psychology and like wanting to study psychology and that's sort of where it started I think like in grade 11 yeah in grade 11 or not even grade 11 I think like matric I made it like that decision whereas like everybody you know like from grade 7 already thinks like okay I want to be this I want to be a doctor I want to be I want to be a specialist in IT or something so yeah and then this recent change happened last year just because there's so there's so many requirements or there's such high expectations when it comes to becoming a specialist in psychology so I felt like maybe taking the educational route because I mean I do like teaching and I do have a passion 
to work with children why not um, do teaching specifically high school teaching um, and lucky enough this course has a teaching um, part and then also a counseling part so yeah that's me oh awesome now another question i would like to know what is something besides dancing because i know you love dancing how else do you cope with your own mental health okay coping with my mental health um i think like my interactions with family is like a big part like there are days where i feel like so overwhelmed and stuff and because i have a niece and a nephew well nieces i always feel like just seeing them makes me forget about everything and it also focuses my mind on like prioritizing them and their safety and making sure that they are not always learning something but doing something and being a part of something and that i'm present with them and i feel like that helps a lot with my mental health just that interaction with small children because i mean they have no worries <laughs> so like the one thing we can learn from them or like something we can idolize about them is that they have none of these worries that we might have uh, like stressing the small things so i think that's one of them and then i think the second one is maybe just like reflection like reflection and stuff not like physical like i'm someone who can journal like i would like to journal but i don't always do it because i feel like it's not a waste of time it just takes up a lot of time so i feel like sometimes i just reflect and like i talk to myself in my room you know just going through the day like okay this is what happened and you know how do i feel about it and like just having a conversation with myself um helps with my sort of mode of coping or like a coping strategy yeah yeah i think it's really important that we do connect with the people closest to us because mm. when we connect with the people closest to us we do feel present mm. we have a support structure we mm. can actually bounce ideas of other mm -hmm. people and we see things from different perspectives mm. at the end of the day i like what you said about your nieces mm. that kids are they're just so present mm. And I, fe I feel that a lot of the time, as adults, or mm. I'm not really an adult, <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as adults, we forget how to be present. Yeah, we're always thinking about the future, like that end goal, getting there, but not the actual journey of like, what are we going through? Yeah, which gets us lost almost in the source, you know? Yeah, I think just that end goal is always here in the front of our head. That we're just forgetting about like what we are experiencing now that end goal though it does give us that drive and that motivation to mm. push forward so it's got its pros and its cons mm. on each side mm. but i wonder what would it be like if the end goal wasn't as big mm. so if we look at the goals as being daily versus mm. like yearly mm. or monthly or mm. like decadely mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> I get what you're saying, I get, I get. we get what you're saying, yeah, 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 follow the trend, yeah. And I think like when it comes to like daily things, that's, I think journaling that or like diarizing that makes it um, achievable because you might just have all these things that you need to do in your head and sometimes you have all these things in your head and you're not writing it down so it seems like it's so much but the moment you write it down and you actually go through the list you're like it's actually like seven things i need to do and i can do it in three hours it's fine mm -hmm. whereas if you're just keeping everything in your head you 
losing focus and you not setting a future goal because what happens after you're done with that you don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you can just be like okay this let me do this For which sure. could have done something else mm-hmm. which would have been more practical with your time so i think that's how like when it comes to daily like setting daily goals or sort of like small wins for yourself mm-hmm. that leads to like a bigger win say like completing an assignment <laughs> i'm sure that we've had much practice yeah, with that. Yeah. <laughs> type 500 words by the end of tonight <laughs> um i'm actually a big fan i'm actually a big fan of journaling i journal I'm not one of these people that are like pedantic about it where like they're like every day I must sit down and detail write down no it kind of happens when I have a moment and I'm like okay I have some free time mm. and I have a lot of anxiety mm. on what I'm feeling mm. or there's just so much mm. so I like a free form or like free association of journaling not where you just write down okay today this happened and this is what I learned mm. I try and get use my journaling as a point of getting present in mm. the moment so doodling in a journal um, writing words of affirmation mm. writing uh, just small anecdotes thinking of a quote um just appreciating something that you wouldn't think about mm. so my journaling practice is more present and i know that it differs from person to person but i i appreciate the fact that you talk to yourself mm. it's like you are out loud mm. describing whatever's going on it doesn't mean like i'm looking in the mirror like oh days i look in the mirror and i'm like okay we got this like but it's never like that moments where i'm like like stuck man like you know like when you like feel at your lowest of lows i feel like because it's almost like a thing where you can't um face yourself mm-hmm. so looking in the mirror even is like having that eye contact with yourself like that setting that like that focus you can't so sometimes it just has to do with with your pride um like facing yourself in that moment because you always seem to like um be so hard on yourself so there were times where like i journaled like specifically in the beginning of the year where i felt like starting this new course doing all these new things i felt so so much doubt about it and like so much insecurities about it and then i journaled because i noticed that that impacted like my relationships with other people and like i just felt like i couldn't speak to anybody about it because they probably couldn't understand which I'm sure if I had to speak to somebody about it they probably could have related to it. So mm. So this is actually taking us maybe into our episode theme for today. But letting go mm. and detaching yourself mm. from what you were mm. to what you are. Mm. In the present moment right now, how do you feel now versus then? Now I feel like because there's so many things that's going on in my life, I don't have that time to sit and like just wonder. You know like when you're left alone with your thoughts and you have nothing, mm-hmm. not nothing to do, but like you just mm-hmm. there's nothing going on, so there's nothing you can focus on and now you're just focusing on all these thoughts, like all these what's not intrusive thoughts, but all these negative thoughts, like you self-doubting, like I said, um whereas now when you're busy, you are setting all these mini like goals and tasks to do and in accomplishing that you feel better about yourself so i always feel like having something to do or like 
being busy with a project or whatever it might be is so good for you because um, it also shows you like it helps you with your growth mm-hmm. and shows you like your potential because for when sure. you start something mm-hmm. you might feel like there's all these expectations all these requirements of me but I can't meet it mm-hmm. but in the process of you actually completing it you don't also realize I'm doing all these things that I never thought I could have done so hmm. do you know what I also appreciate the like keeping busy with Mm-mm. projects and assignments and goals but I also look at it as what if those are just distractions okay so I feel like what if it's distractions maybe if it's like I look at everything as like something you can learn mm-hmm. good or bad like everything is like a learning opportunity um, in different spheres, levels, like emotion, psychology, uh, psychologically, physically, um, whether it be something good or bad, like I don't want to give examples, but I mean, I'm sure that people are there can like they can assume for themselves, <laughs> like like they can attach their own examples to it. Um, but yeah, everything is a learning, a learning curve, and like I said previously, it shows you your potential. Because you might feel like, you know, I don't deserve this and whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is also a learning curve. Yeah. Because now you are acknowledging you have more self-worth than what you thought you did. Or like that this person um, assumes you have or perceives you. So in that, you are learning about yourself. You are developing. You are growing. So that's just like one example. And I feel like that's so like common and so like it can be applied to any sort of situation 100% I feel like we all find ourselves in like these situations where we shouldn't be in Mm. and we know we're not Mm. supposed to be Mm. in but we still go we're there for the adrenaline is it the adrenaline? Mm. we're there for the achievement the achievement of say for example changing you know that 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 thing of like okay I'm not gonna say girls alone but Uh guys where they're like um, anyone where they're like, oh, I can change this person. I can change their mind. You know, there. <laughs> you know, like we've all gone through that. We like, we like the Bob the Builders of our yeah. generation. Facts. And then some of us, mm. a few of us, achieve it. But I mean, is that also like fine? Because I mean, why would you need to change someone? You should just accept someone for who they are. Because I mean, in all they are accepting you for who you are. They might just think that you are someone who's very busy. Someone who's very involved with what they are doing and all about their development, but you have all these ulterior intentions. So, mm-hmm. mm. I'm gonna go back to that point you made of us being Bob the Boulders of our yeah. generation. We just need to fix. We, need to, we always need to help and fix. We always feel the need to fix what, not what is broken, but what we identify as broken yeah. or what we see in ourselves as broken like mm-hmm. projecting oh big thing mm. <laughs> those mirrors mm, you see the mirrors <laughs> mm. um i was watching this comedian once and i forget her name but she said something that resonated so well with being a female and she said the way that us females support each other mm. is by that guy that you dated mm. who can now look after himself mm. yeah we do that for yeah, you yeah it wouldn't be you without me did they yeah. see you before like yeah that? yeah i'm the reason why you are like that because other girls know like yeah, yeah. i've heard that before <laughs> women supporting mm. other women yeah 
sorry guys <laughs> but it just is how it is and even if we look at like relationships or situations or jobs or feelings or emotions mm. a lot of the time is we get so attached to the person the environment the, the expectation all of it and when we get so attached to all those mm. things that's where the problem comes mm. that's where we create stories mm. that's where we get illusions Mm. the delusions mm-hmm. come the delu- I saw something that said delusions is my form of manifestation oh I was like it's not wrong though it's not <laughs> no but you, it's not the best way but mm. yeah so when you think about that you're obviously going to create it in your head at the mm. end of the day right mm. and a delusion is not really that good for you because mm. it's it's not good for your mental health mm. It's not good for your friends and your family no, because yeah. woman to woman, woman to man, mm-hmm. your friends be talking about you. Yeah. 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 And when I say we're talking about you, I mean like we worried about you because mm-hmm. we can see that that delusions and that attachment mm-hmm. is causing you more harm than good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's not helping, it's hindering. And I feel like sometimes we like as women sometimes we encourage it also you know we we are outsiders and we know that it might not be good for you but we encourage it because we feel like oh you're a friend and like anything mm-hmm. like it can happen for you man but sometimes we don't also realize um it's actually hindering our mental health and stuff and that we are actually sort of contributing to it so No, 100%. Um uh, when we do at the end of the day play the honesty card. Mm. I think that is where pure friendship is mm. for. Mm. Because you know when you I when I get attached to something, I'm attached. Mm. Like I'm a Pisces, I'm attached to me <laughs> through and through. Mm. And for me, I've always found it very hard to detach myself. Mm. So for the longest time, I think I was always attached to a version of myself. Mm. A version who I thought was cooler, was smarter, was more vibrant, mm. was like more just worth it. Mm. But I never understood that growth is actually the thing that we need to be mm. attached to. Mm. So I thought that this person was so amazing and yeah. like, you know, like she she's the one you want to be. Mm-hmm. But it's not that and it it literally took me traveling a thousands of kilometers mm. to realize that that version of myself mm. the ideal self the ideal self quote unquote cuz she's not the ideal self mm. she got problems mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone has problems but she got major problems mm. but once i like sat down with myself a lot and i was in a lot of pain i felt a lot of joy mm. but when i really sat down and reflected mm. in those moments of sitting on a bus for 10 hours or sitting in the airport i realized that who i am now is way better than who i ever was and someone you didn't expect exactly yeah. which I, makes you more appreciative of who you are exactly when becoming exactly yeah. because now i see that the growth mindset yeah. so that that growing that you want to do that change you want to do that's where you're going to thrive in life yeah. so my thing is that 
when you attach to a job because it's bringing you comfortability mm. when you attach to a friendship mm. because you've known this person for decades and you just assume that all the intentions is so good and whatever but mm. it's not mm. it's not it always reminds me of this quote like um it says and i see it quite often someone who you meet in two weeks can have better intentions for you than someone you've known for two years so like that's just like whoa okay like that is so true because like not saying that it's anything on you it can be something has changed in their life where they are just like sort of neglecting your friendship or your relationship and they're not actually realizing um how it's hindering you or like impacting you and even like i saw this video about um divorce why divorce rates are so high Mm -hmm. because people tend to take like these small things of like saying oh you want to watch a series mm-hmm. and they're just like ah but that's such a stupid series why are you watching mm-hmm. it that sort of like um what's it called like disregard mm-hmm. it's actually like it builds up to the reasons why people get divorced and mm-hmm. like it's like small things like it like you mm-hmm. would just think like ah but it's just me saying like a series is stupid mm-hmm. don't take it personal like mm-hmm. you know like that mm-hmm. and i'm just thinking like but it would actually it was just me <laughs> i would actually feel some type of way about it and be like oh okay I'm never gonna talk to you about it, but I actually like it. It's okay. I can't be myself. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Divorce is another topic on its own. That no. we... Sorry, detachment. <laughs> detachment for see legal reasons. Legally detached. Legally detached. What do you think our listeners out there can do? Like, what are some steps that they can mm. work towards to detach themselves mm. through whatever they're attached with? Mm. Even in work, I see a lot of people coming home and hating their jobs, mm. but yet they stay in that position mm. because they're they're just attached to com- what the can or like the outcomes of it. Um, exactly. So I think like emotionally, like I always tell my friends and like. Yeah, specifically my friends, I always say, do, do it until you hate it. Which is, but I always feel like that's when you're actually going to bring change. Because yes, I can tell you, don't do this, don't do this. But if, and your mind is telling you don't do it, but your heart is telling you, no, let's wait and see. Let's, let's see how it goes. You're not going to change. So, yeah, you're not going to change or want to, or want to change. So I think that's also a very big thing. You need to be ready for change and be willing to let change happen. Because often you want change to happen, um, but you aren't ready to deal with the truth of mm-hmm. what change you actually mm-hmm. need. And only mm-hmm. afterwards you're like, oh, I actually needed this to happen. And this is actually like in God's plan or, you know, what's meant for me and stuff. So I think being ready for change, but also just taking it as it comes like going through your experiences so that you can learn because if you're not going to go through something you're not going to know how to adapt or what you could have done better for the next time you go through it so i think that's just something i don't have step by step but like that's always been something that's worked for me just having the mindset also of not it is what it is but accepting it for what it is mm-hmm. not it is what it is meaning that like let yeah. it happen to you let this person disrespect you or whatever no it is what it is being that okay it happened how do i move on from it that's what happened it's in the past i'm changing whether you might be like okay this person shouldn't be in my life or 
I shouldn't be doing this anymore. It's clearly not helping me. That is where you're like, okay, it is what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Like that's what it, I see it for, and that's what it is. So what and how can I change it, or how can I deal with it better? I like that. A big question I ask myself is, what is serving me mm. in this thing that I'm attached mm-hmm. to? Like, what is it that I'm actually latching onto, and is this something that will change over time? Mm. Or is this something that is absolute? Mm. And if something is absolute, that is wrong. There's nothing mm. that's absolute. Mm. Everything in life changes. Mm. The tides change, the seasons change. Mm. And if people don't change, mm. then what are you what are you doing here? I think also like with the old like the older you get, the uh-huh. more you realize like what you actually need. Mm-hmm. And what you want is completely different. <laughs> As, um, like you know, like like you might feel like, oh, I need to do this with my friends and whatever. Like I need to and whatever. And now, like I'm like, but what kind of friends do I have? Mm-hmm. Like, are they actually like my friends, or are they just there to say they know me and to associate themselves with me? Because mm-hmm. that's different. Because then you can have completely different intentions as well, mm-hmm. where you don't actually care about the person, but you just have something to say about that person. So that I feel like with time, that also like changes time, maturity, age. All of that progression, mm-hmm. that physical, psychological, emotional progression, social progression is all that impacts you. I like that. It's all the facets of your life mm. that takes you somewhere mm. that you're... Yeah, it's just you're exactly where you need to be at the end of the day. And mm. you are actually just causing yourself a lot more stress and mm. unhappiness when you are attached to people ideas Mm. situations jobs finances goals Mm. you gotta learn to be Mm. you have to be attached to yourself in the present attach yourself in the present Mm. if that's one lesson i'm gonna take today yeah i'm attached to myself (laughs) i know sometimes it's difficult to to think in that way because when I love, mm. I love hard. Mm. So when I love anything, academics, mm. friends, relationships, jobs, mm. I love it. Mm. So, and then when something knocks me off that course, it's like, I don't know what to do. Mm. I'm unhappy. I'm mm. sad because I've put so much expectation on mm. something that's not real. Mm. It's not in the reality. Yeah, it's not part of your reality at the end of the day. And I actually read this really cool quote in this book I'm reading at the moment. And it says, Mental health is an ongoing process of dedication to reality at all costs. Mm. Which means that if you're dedicated to yourself Mm. in the present, Mm. your mental health is going to thrive. The unhappiness, the attachment, the stress... Mm. Um, the the blame on others mm. those things will minimize in mm. your life mm. you can't expect other people to take you out of that misery mm. you only have yourself so mm. when you say be attached to yourself mm. it's the best coping mechanism mm. that interdependence or not that independence because most times when we attach our happiness to others, we develop this dependency. So, okay, this person is not treating me so badly, or I'm not doing well at work, or like I'm not performing at work, or I'm not performing academically. 
it's the end all be all for me like mm-hmm. you know we're not realizing okay but what about the other things that I've accomplished or mm-hmm. I'm accomplishing like working towards and stuff mm-hmm. and I feel like it's so difficult for us because it's in human nature which is something I actually learned when doing teaching prac mm-hmm. and um, one of the topics was um, opportunities in the workplace with grade nines and they spoke about how it's in human nature which I never thought of before like And it was such a weird thing for me to like come up like there. It's in human nature for us to develop, for us to have these opportunities that challenge us. So if the workplace, for example, isn't doing that, we're going to want to go somewhere else. It's all about that chase, no matter what it is. It's all about the hustle. Like, and I'm just like, that's so true. Like when you think like it's not challenging me, like, and then sometimes we complain about the challenge, mm-hmm. but getting through that challenge is so much more rewarding mm-hmm. and something that we look for that's why like a lot of people would want to be tra- like to find that chase like mm-hmm. whether it be a relationship or something man it's just in us to achieve mm-hmm. and to get for that sure. that end goal you know mm-hmm. that to the future mm-hmm. so i think that is what makes it very difficult is that we have this innate like hunger or urge mm-hmm. to develop and evolve so I get you. I'm here for it. Um, I just want to bring you back to something we spoke about before um, starting to record earlier was the fact that we're going to chase something, but we're never going to be happy with that chase. There's always going to be something in front of us once we got that. So in a relationship, you're going to be happy when you get the partner you want, mm, mm. but then your partner is going to do something and you're going to be like, no, but I really wanted that. Mm, Why you wanted that? Mm, mm. You can get that promotion mm. and you're going to be happy and you'll be like, no, but I want the next promotion. Yeah. I didn't expect all these responsibilities. Like, oh my word, like, how am I supposed to like deal? Yeah. I want to go back to mm. where I was before. Mm. Comfort. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder, well, I'm thinking now that maybe attachment is more about comfort mm. than it definitely mm. is like if I look at even like relationships now and like working towards something like say a next stage of a relationship mm. anxiety because 100%. how am I gonna deal you're gonna see me like this now like as this this person you accepting me for who I am mm-hmm. whereas before I was working and like showing you like I'm like the best person for you and whatever <laughs> now you see me as that <laughs> oh my word like do I have to uphold this like now yeah. you're gonna see my flaws like because now I'm gonna need to constantly uphold like mm-hmm. the side of me but then again people are complex characters you need to see every single side of them and that's why it's always so good to be yourself no mm-hmm. matter what mm-hmm. no matter how high like how much appreciation or admiration you have for somebody or like respect you need to be yourself because there are times when you show your flaws what you assume is your flaws you're gonna feel so bad about yourself but in the end of the day it's you like yeah. it's better that they see that in that moment of you mm-hmm. than say maybe later down the line it's yeah. just like oh so you that type of person and then they can also accept you for who you are like Everybody has flaws. Nobody's perfect. You might just be perfect to them in that moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's all about life and like also the way you view yourself. Yeah, I get. I'm I'm with you with that 100%. I also, you know, I think that we should just actually push past mm-hmm. any comfort barrier we have. Is like this is just something that I'm thinking. I'm sorry to break your word. Is that like. 
you know when we have this anxiety of like moving forward we mm-hmm. detach immediately we pull back we're like ah it's not <laughs> for me <laughs> no, no, it's not for me never mind and, and it's because we feel like rejection and mm-hmm. we feel that like of not meeting expectations so we're just like you know what and it also has to do with comfort I was comfortable here we reached the, we, we are at a good point mm-hmm. but how can it be better or what about those days where we're going to be not good mm-hmm. and to prevent that we detach and we're just like ah it's not working out but then the person is thinking about we were so good like what's going on like and I mean relationship relationship wise different relationships friendships we just detach because we're just like you know I can't keep this up anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I'm gonna need to change I'm gonna need to progress and we sometimes also um, hinder our own growth yeah, we help or we hinder and a lot of the time mm. it's all about we folk I think as humans we focus a lot on the hindrance. Mm. We, how we stop ourselves because mm. we don't really take that minute to appreciate mm. the detachment, the growth, the changes and the achievements and the accomplishments mm. that we've gone through. We always look like I'm so stuck in this moment mm. and I'm never gonna achieve that or I'm never gonna go through that. Yeah, so at the end of the day, what we end up doing is we end our experience, we cause ourselves more stress. And it's just time for us to let go. Just mm. let go, get attached to yourself and be attached to the present. Mm. You know, if there's anything that I'm going to take from today is I'm going to attach myself to myself. Mm. What about you, feel? Attach yourself to actions, not to words. Very actions, important. Actions, actions oh. speak louder than words. It's very important. Like I, I saw this like it's an hour new TikTok trend and they were like, um, you trust men in 2023? Like wow. <laughs> wow. And I just like ah Um I just wanna say that I do trust men in 2023 at the end of the I'm day. I'm not saying all of them, don't, don't not trust, but don't be so naive to trust all of them also yeah 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 for sure pick your battles mm. pick your battles and, and no win no win to fall mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. Mm. because it's just gonna like lead you to your own sanity men and women eh? yeah. no like no sexism so, no no mm-hmm. like men and women yeah. people not by three they, people yeah. everybody, humans everybody humans, everyone mm. Right, so guys, welcome to season two of Mate UK, where there's gonna be a lot of back and forth between me and Miss Beriel. I hope that that episode was fun and that you've learned a lot about detachment and attachment. And thank you so much for always being here with us and being part of this journey. I know it's not easy being out there, and you know, if ever you need someone to talk to, mate. I hope that you're okay and you can always reach out to our email at mate you okay slide in our dms slide in. oh <laughs> uh, this dms eh? <laughs> personal accounts eh? just so you know <laughs> you gotta find us first although i don't actually have a personal instagram at the moment i saw eh? i was just like what is going on with you and i'm yep. just sending you i'm just sending you some funny stuff and you're just like this user is no longer on instagram yeah i had a, a dream the other night um that i need to deactivate my facebook and i just woke up and i deactivated your instagram my instagram what did i say your facebook oh my facebook, facebook uh, now. Uh, yeah like no 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 my instagram mm. and it was because i follow the signs 
so okay. um i'm a big follower yeah, of signs yeah. and my dreams told me mm. to deactivate it and i was like you know what you're not wrong yeah i also believe a lot in my dreams eh? yeah. like if i can remember after i'm up like if i wake up the next morning i'm like i had a dream and i could see it yeah after, before i even get up i think about it and i'm like what yeah. did what happened because there's something that needs to be said out loud and something needs to be acknowledged and changed so. yeah Yeah, good on you. No, good, good on you. I had a dream last night that I can walk, and that's just like unconscious desire. One day. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Okay, mate. Feel any wise words for our listeners out there? I don't know. I feel like there was quite a bit that was said mm-hmm. today, and I feel like a lot of people can relate. Yeah. Or maybe tell us better. You know, yeah. like if you have comments, she, she like. what we can also learn from your experiences because absolutely we all might have like these same situations but we deal with it differently mm-hmm. which is also a good learning curve for us like knowing that okay if we do ever experience something like this or something similar to what you have experienced this is how we can deal with it and how we can attach or detach mm-hmm. um, ourselves to the situation the person um, whatever it might be so Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily any wise words. It's a wise word. Share your opinion. We appreciate it. Sharing is caring, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, mates, again for being here with us. Have the best week, and we will speak to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>